There are four parts to the test. You will hear each part twice. For each part of the test, there will be time for you to look through the questions and time for you to check your answers. Write your answers on the question paper. You will have six minutes at the end of the test to copy your answers onto the answer sheet. The recording will now be stopped. Please ask any questions now, because you must not speak during the test. Now open your question paper and look at part one. There are seven questions in this part. For each question, there are three pictures and a short recording. For each question, choose the correct answer. A, B, or C. Before we start, here is an example. Where is the girl's hat? Where's your new hat, Sally? I hope you haven't left it on the school bus. Don't worry, Mum. I put it in my school bag because I was too hot. Are you sure? I can't see it there. You probably dropped it in the road somewhere. Oh, here it is, hanging in the hall. I forgot to take it this morning. The answer is A. Look at the three pictures for question one now. Now we are ready to start. Listen carefully. You will hear each recording twice. One. What must the girl buy for her horse riding lessons? Do I need to wear special boots for horse riding lessons? Yes, everyone does. You must also wear a hat. We have some at the riding school, so don't worry about buying one just yet. It's also a good idea to wear some gloves. That's okay. I've got some gloves. My sister had some boots, but they don't fit me. I have to go to the shops and get some. Can I wear my jeans? Jeans are fine. Now listen again. Do I need to wear special boots for horse riding lessons? Yes, everyone does. You must also wear a hat. We have some at the riding school, so don't worry about buying one just yet. It's also a good idea to wear some gloves. That's okay. I've got some gloves. My sister had some boots, but they don't fit me. I have to go to the shops and get some. Can I wear my jeans? Jeans are fine. Two. Which DVD are they going to watch? Do you fancy coming round to my house and watching a DVD after school today? I was given several new ones for my birthday. Okay, that sounds good. But what are they? You know, I'm not keen on musicals. <laughs> well, I've got something quite different from that this time. No singing at all. Though it's got some great music. It's an adventure in space. I thought you might enjoy that more than either of the romantic comedies my sister gave me. Fantastic! Let's watch that then.
Now listen again. Do you fancy coming round to my house and watching a DVD after school today? I was given several new ones for my birthday. Okay, that sounds good. But what are they? You know, I'm not keen on musicals. <laughs> well, I've got something quite different from that this time. No singing at all. Though it's got some great music. It's an adventure in space. I thought you might enjoy that more than either of the romantic comedies my sister gave me. Fantastic. Let's watch that then. Three. What does Sarah tell Katie to bring? Katie, this is Sarah. You're coming to my house this afternoon, aren't you? Come by bite because my brother says he can try and mend that problem you've got with your back light while we get on with making cakes for the picnic tomorrow. I'm going to take my new camera to the picnic, so I warn you I'm going to take photos of you this afternoon to practice. See you soon. Now listen again. Katie, this is Sarah. You're coming to my house this afternoon, aren't you? Come by bite because my brother says he can try and mend that problem you've got with your back light while we get on with making cakes for the picnic tomorrow. I'm going to take my new camera to the picnic, so I warn you I'm going to take photos of you this afternoon to practice. See you soon. Four. Which piece of equipment doesn't the girl have? Now, children, listen to me. To make this model theatre, you need a ruler to get the right length of paper, some scissors for cutting it, a piece of string to tie the pieces together, and of course some coloured pencils to draw the designs. Have you got all that? Sorry, but I haven't got anything to measure the paper with. Okay, just a moment. Now listen again. Now, children, listen to me. To make this model theatre, you need a ruler to get the right length of paper, some scissors for cutting it, a piece of string to tie the pieces together, and of course some coloured pencils to draw the designs. Have you got all that? Sorry, but I haven't got anything to measure the paper with. Okay, just a moment. Five. How did the girl find out that the school was closed? Hey, Jack. Guess what? The school's closed today because of the heavy snow. Cool. But hold on. Are you sure? Definitely. Marcus called me just now. It was announced on the radio at six thirty this morning. I've had a look online, and they're closing lots of schools in the area because of the danger of travelling by road. Brilliant! That means I'll miss maths. Right. Why don't we get a load of people together for a big snowball fight? <laughs> Good idea. Now listen again. Hey Jack, guess what? The school's closed today because of the heavy snow. Cool. But hold on, are you sure? Definitely. Marcus called me just now. It was announced on the radio at six thirty this morning. I've had a look online, 
and they're closing lots of schools in the area because of the danger of travelling by road. Brilliant! That means I'll miss maths. Right, why don't we get a load of people together for a big snowball fight? <laughs> Good idea! Six. What will they do when the sports club opens? So, everyone's got free membership for a month at the new sports club. We must take advantage of it. They're having a long-distance run through the town to advertise the club. That could be fun. We might win a prize, and it'd be good for getting fit. Yeah. Also, there's a climbing wall, and the club's organising a trip to the mountains to teach rock climbing. Oh, I'd love that. Hmm. Or cycling. There's a brilliant indoor cycling track to train for racing. I haven't got a bicycle good enough for that. Well, then we'll go with your suggestion. Now listen again. So, everyone's got free membership for a month at the new sports club. We must take advantage of it. They're having a long-distance run through the town to advertise the club. That could be fun. We might win a prize, and it'd be good for getting fit. Yeah. Also, there's a climbing wall, and the club's organising a trip to the mountains to teach rock climbing. Oh, I'd love that. Hmm. Or cycling. There's a brilliant indoor cycling track to train for racing. I haven't got a bicycle good enough for that. Well, then we'll go with your suggestion. Seven. What time does the boy want his lesson to start? Hello, Mr Morgan. It's Gary. I'm afraid I'm going to be late for my guitar lesson. We've been held up in traffic on my way home from school. My lesson's supposed to be at 4.30 and it's nearly that time now. Dad says we'll be home in about 20 minutes. I'll run in and get my guitar, then walk over to your house for five o'clock. I know your next student comes at half past five, but Dad says perhaps we can have a half-hour lesson. Is that OK? Now listen again. Hello, Mr Morgan. It's Gary. I'm afraid I'm going to be late for my guitar lesson. We've been held up in traffic on my way home from school. My lesson's supposed to be at 4.30 and it's nearly that time now. Dad says we'll be home in about 20 minutes. I'll run in and get my guitar, then walk over to your house for five o'clock. I know your next student comes at half past five, but Dad says perhaps we can have a half-hour lesson. Is that OK? That is the end of part one. Now turn to part 2, questions 8 to 13. You will hear a radio interview with a man called Paul Vaughan, who is talking about his job as a TV cameraman. For each question, choose the correct answer, A, B or C. You now have 45 seconds to look at the questions for part 2.
Now we are ready to start. Listen carefully. You will hear the recording twice. So, Paul, you've worked on a range of film, TV, and video productions. But what made you decide to become a cameraman? Well, I didn't watch TV much when I was a kid, so it wasn't that. I had an uncle who was a film actor, but I hardly saw him. I grew up in New Zealand, and one day I wandered into my local library and picked up the autobiography of a cameraman who'd worked on some of the first films. I loved it and knew then what I wanted to do. So, was it easy to get your first job? Well, I wrote lots of letters to TV and video companies. My dream was to work for a news broadcaster, travelling all over the world. That didn't happen at once, though I did get to do it in the end. My first break was on an exciting detective film. I got paid almost nothing, but the experience was worth it. Then you went to Australia, didn't you? It was fun, though it was filmed at the hottest time of the year, and I had an unpleasant experience when we were shooting one rather difficult scene on a beach. I had to run through the water following one of the actors. I fell and hurt my leg, but nothing too serious, and we managed to finish filming the scene. And you've won several prizes for your work. Just one, actually. So far, of course, <laughs> and not for anything that most of the listeners today will know. It wasn't like winning a prize for a popular movie or for a special TV advert. It was for a school's program about the development of the cinema. I was proud of it, though.、Mm, of course. So, what about plans for the future? Is Hollywood calling? Well, I'm less interested in working with famous film stars than with drama students. Actually, they've got skills that the ordinary person with no training doesn't have, but they haven't been spoiled by success. What do you like best about your job? While doing really interesting work, you see the world, but your job isn't always in wonderful locations as people think, and you have lots of opportunities to get to know some wonderful actors and directors. That has to be the best bit, from my point of view. Well, thank you very much, Paul. Now listen again. So, Paul. You've worked on a range of film, TV, and video productions, but what made you decide to become a cameraman? Well, I didn't watch TV much when I was a kid, so it wasn't that. I had an uncle who was a film actor, but I hardly saw him. I grew up in New Zealand, and one day I wandered into my local library and picked up the autobiography of a cameraman who'd worked on some of the first films. I loved it and knew then what I wanted to do. So, was it easy to get your first job? Well, I wrote lots of letters to TV and video companies. My dream was to work for a news broadcaster, travelling all over the world. That didn't happen at once, though I did get to do it in the end. My first break was on an exciting detective film. I got paid almost nothing, but the experience was worth it. Then you went to Australia, didn't you? It was fun, though it was filmed at the hottest time of the year, and I had an unpleasant experience when we were shooting one rather difficult scene on a beach. I had to run through the water following one of the actors. I fell and hurt my leg, but nothing too serious, and we managed to finish filming the scene. And you've won several prizes for your work. Just one, actually. So far, of course, <laughs> and not for anything that most of the listeners today will know. It wasn't like winning a prize for a popular movie or for a special TV advert. It was for a school's program about the development of the cinema. I was proud of it, though.
Mm, of course. So what about plans for the future? Is Hollywood calling? Well, I'm less interested in working with famous film stars than with drama students, actually. They've got skills that the ordinary person with no training doesn't have, but they haven't been spoiled by success. What do you like best about your job? While doing really interesting work, you see the world, but your job isn't always in wonderful locations as people think, and you have lots of opportunities to get to know some wonderful actors and directors. That has to be the best bit from my point of view. Well, thank you very much, Paul. That is the end of part two. Now turn to part three, questions 14 to 19. You will hear a teacher talking to a group of students about a school trip. For each question, fill in the missing information in the numbered space. You now have 20 seconds to look at part three. Now we are ready to start. Listen carefully. You will hear the recording twice. Now, as you know, we're going on a trip this Saturday, and I want to give you some information about what we're going to do. The coach leaves at 9am from outside school. Please don't be late. Our first visit is to a factory where chocolate is made. We've booked a guided tour, and you'll be able to see how it's produced. You don't need to pay to go into the factory, but don't forget to bring some money with you, because I'm sure some of you will want to go to the shop after the tour. We'll be there all morning, and then the coach will take us somewhere else for lunch. We're going to stop for a picnic by the river. Now, there isn't anywhere to buy lunch there, the school is providing the food, so don't worry about bringing sandwiches, but please bring something to drink. After lunch, we'll go into the town centre, and there are two organised activities on offer. The first is to go to the Grand Theatre to see a dance show, which I'm sure will be great. You don't need to decide now if you want to go to this, as we can buy tickets on Saturday. Tickets are normally £26, but, as you're all students, you can get in for 13 which isn't too expensive. If that doesn't interest you, there'll be another teacher to go with you to the museum, which is really interesting and doesn't cost anything. I've got some information about it here if you'd like to know more. And finally, we'll need to meet back at the coach by half-past five, We'll be back here probably in time. Now listen again. Now, as you know, we're going on a trip this Saturday and I want to give you some information about what we're going to do. The coach leaves at 9am from outside school. Please don't be late.
Our first visit is to a factory where chocolate is made. We've booked a guided tour, and you'll be able to see how it's produced. You don't need to pay to go into the factory, but don't forget to bring some money with you, because I'm sure some of you will want to go to the shop after the tour. We'll be there all morning, and then the coach will take us somewhere else for lunch. We're going to stop for a picnic by the river. Now, there isn't anywhere to buy lunch there. The school is providing the food, so don't worry about bringing sandwiches, but please bring something to drink. After lunch, we'll go into the town centre, and there are two organised activities on offer. The first is to go to the Grand Theatre to see a dance show, which I'm sure will be great. You don't need to decide now if you want to go to this, as we can buy tickets on Saturday. Tickets are normally £26, but, as you're all students, you can get in for 13 which isn't too expensive. If that doesn't interest you, there'll be another teacher to go with you to the museum, which is really interesting and doesn't cost anything. I've got some information about it here if you'd like to know more. And finally, we'll need to meet back at the coach by half past five. We'll be back here probably in time. That is the end of part three. Now turn to part four. Questions 20 to 25. Look at the six sentences for this part. You will hear a girl called Hannah and a boy called Jack talking about a poetry reading competition for school students. Decide if each sentence is correct or incorrect. If it is correct, choose the letter A for yes. If it is not correct, choose the letter B for no. You now have 20 seconds to look at the questions for part four. Now we are ready to start. Listen carefully. You will hear the recording twice. Hi, Jack. I'm glad the competition's over. I was so nervous. But you read your poem really well, Hannah. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to read it when we were first given our poems in class. There were some difficult lines. Then I realised it was a clever choice. It was a piece you could read with a lot of feeling. I thought my choice of poem was a bit boring, to be honest. Some of the poems we've studied in class were much better, though I realise the teachers are better than us at deciding what's going to be suitable for the competition. Suppose so. Well, at least we'll have some free time in the evenings now it's finished. It hasn't been the same without all my favourite TV programmes. Yes, I found that really hard. And I had to practice by myself. Didn't your parents help? At first, but my dad kept correcting me all the time. It made me lose my cool. 
I thought the boys in class would be a difficult audience, but actually, reading it to them was nothing compared to my dad interrupting me every few seconds. Your dad was just trying to help, I'm sure. Hmm. Anyway, what did you think of the winner? Well, it wouldn't have been my choice. The girl who won was a bit too dramatic, I thought. But that's the kind of thing the judges like. I guess she'd get first prize. <laughs> I couldn't see why she won. Anyway, would you enter again next year? I'll probably forget how nervous I was this year and put my name down next time. It was actually a good experience. I can't exactly say I enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind another go, though, just to see if I could win. It would be good if someone from our school won. Now listen again. Hi, Jack. I'm glad the competition's over. I was so nervous. But you read your poem really well, Hannah. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to read it when we were first given our poems in class. There were some difficult lines. Then I realised it was a clever choice. It was a piece you could read with a lot of feeling. I thought my choice of poem was a bit boring, to be honest. Some of the poems we've studied in class were much better, though I realise the teachers are better than us at deciding what's going to be suitable for the competition. Suppose so. Well, at least we'll have some free time in the evenings now it's finished. It hasn't been the same without all my favourite TV programmes. Yes, I found that really hard. And I had to practice by myself. Didn't your parents help? At first, but my dad kept correcting me all the time. It made me lose my cool. I thought the boys in class would be a difficult audience, but actually, reading it to them was nothing compared to my dad interrupting me every few seconds. Your dad was just trying to help, I'm sure. Hmm... Anyway, what did you think of the winner? Well, it wouldn't have been my choice. The girl who won was a bit too dramatic, I thought. But that's the kind of thing the judges like. I guess she'd get first prize. <laughs> I couldn't see why she won. Anyway, would you enter again next year? I'll probably forget how nervous I was this year and put my name down next time. It was actually a good experience. I can't exactly say I enjoyed it. I wouldn't mind another go, though, just to see if I could win. It would be good if someone from our school won. That is the end of part four. You now have six minutes to check and copy your answers onto the answer sheet. That is the end of the test.